Hello. Hello. And welcome to the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show, the Halloween edition. Coming up, David mm. Ainsley went to Barrett Jackson. We didn't, but he did last weekend. And he's going to give us his take on the experience. Later, we'll take a look at these stories making automotive news headlines. Howdy. Along with Mike out of this world, Mars. His Majesty, King Conrad DeLong. Bim Salabim. <laughs> I, I like that, yeah. We need more Jeff Zekin. I'm Don Armstrong. Glad you could join us on our... Thank you, Kathy and the Bouge Zekin, for doing this wonderful decoration uh, for Halloween. Don't you like it? Yes. Do you like it? Yes. I, I do, too. Jeff keeps on calling it our spooktacular. It is spooktacular. It is. Spook- well, it, it is, kind of. Um, but... Uh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And, th- and no, thank no, no, you for thank being you. you. No, thank you. I like the. Oh, thank you. I like the. I'm bats. so glad you were born. Uh, Kylie put that up. I like the bats uh, yeah. and and the big moon. Bats in the belfry. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have that. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff and I had to rehang oh, the yeah. little the little spook rope it, it, here uh, was because it had, it had fallen down, yeah. and uh, so I just stapled it on the wall. Well, you used uh, gutter nails that are about that long and pounded. Yeah. Them. Sure. Just I, trying to. I believe you. Do you? Keeping it up. Yeah. You know. You gotta, How was your illness? I know that you were ill. I was fine. I was, it was because you didn't have a COVID shot. I did. I, I didn't. I have will COVID. never get a COVID shot. Well, apparently not. And I told him when he walked COVID. in, if he gave me, if he got, if he got me sick, that was the end. That was the end. It was the end of, of you. <laughs> not of me. Yeah. You know, sniffles, nothing much. I was running a temperature. That was uh, Mike's nickname in high school. Sniffles. Sniffles, yeah. <laughs> Sniffles Malone. <laughs> it was John DeLorean's Sn- problem, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't think Biden, that he did it. I think that he was just dealing it. Biden's got sniffle problems. No, Biden has Never more, mind. way more problems <laughs> Never mind. That. I voted this week. I did, too. Did you vote? Not yet. Mars, you vote? No, I got that. They don't have any voting booths over there? <laughs> yeah, they do. We're trying to get the weather situated. I got to take mom to vote. She wants to go vote. We got to have time to take the wheelchair and all that stuff. Only, gotcha. only take her if she's voting R. That's right. And you she's have not going to well, vote R. Don't my, take my problem. Her. My problem is 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 monitoring my dad's vote. He's dead. I know, but sometimes but he, he still, still shows up as a voting for Democrats, and that kind of irritates. Uh, never mind. Well, yeah. well, that's what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Lena Hidalgo is going to fix all that. Oh, good. Well, I heard they're expecting such a big voter turnout. They asked the Republicans to show up on Tuesday and the Democrats to show up on Wednesday. <laughs> That'd be good. God. That's so yeah. old. Right, yeah, that is so a old. old joke. Yeah. Well, while we wait for Sleepyhead Ainsley to get on the uh, line with oh, us. Oh, look. Yeah, we're working on he's, it. He's there. We're working on it. Yeah. Here. Yeah. He's, uh, he's all fogged in, too. I know. I, I, I oh, like that. Well, let's do He's uh, still in the shower. It's like steam steam room. Room. Something. Ladies and gentlemen. still in the shower. Steam in the still shower. in the shower. It's steamy in there. <laughs> is he wearing pants? Is he? He's not I'm wearing not pants. asking. Uh, I can't show you below the shirt. Yeah. Well, uh, why is it so foggy? Or is that some sort of smoke well, you know, residue in there? No, I've got a screensaver that's, you know, one of those protecting things. And it's like Take I covered the limbs because I think I was drunk when I tried to put it on. <laughs> You got a yeah, glaring. yeah. There you did. Oh, no, that didn't. You got a Yo, put it back. Light. Put it back. Would it be the first time you put something on no. when you were drunk? Yeah, right. That didn't help. You got a light behind you. There, there you, you go. go. Wow, look at that. Hi, David. How are you? 
Oh, oh much better, much Ladies better. and gentlemen, the chief executive engineer of the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show, <laughs> David mm. Ainsley. I'm, I'm glad I have a title. And I'm so you, you, you had texted me about a Honda. Were you buying that at, at uh, Baker Jackson or I can't imagine? Barrett Jackson. They were selling that. <laughs> Barrett Jackson. Well, I'm looking for my 16-year-old, but he's not going to get a, uh, you know, a 1,300-horsepower car for his Hell first no. Why not? Did yeah. he pick one out? He's responsible. Well, we weren't a bidder. We were just enjoying the show and, uh, you know, got to see a lot of cool cars. So you have gone to Mecham through the in-wheel time experience. You've been there. You've been to other car auctions, I'm sure. What was the difference? Let's just use Meekum as an example. What's the difference between Barrett Jackson and Meekum? Um, well, they seemed to roll through the cars. They had a lot of uh, they had a lot of classics there, and very few, uh, you know, like hypercars. They had they had some, but uh, to me, it seemed I don't know, semi sim. You know, they were very similar, actually. Were they? Was was a television crew there? Oh yeah, they were. They, they didn't keep them on the uh, on the platform very long. I mean, they were rolling. Yeah, through. they usually don't. Yeah, I mean, what day? Did, was, what day did you go? Uh, we went last Saturday. So the end of the auction, yeah, the finale. Yeah, but Saturday is usually where the the highest dollar cars roll right, through. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like Thursday's the bargain day. Yeah. Friday's kind of a cool day. And then uh, Saturday is usually where the highest price comes. where the money's through. at. Yeah. So you didn't bid on anything. Didn't bid on anything. And I'm hearing a, a, like a grasshopper chirp coming from your microphone. So there needs to be an engineer over there fixing things. <laughs> sure wish yeah, we well, could get one well, over here. He's stuck in the garage. Yeah. yeah. A chirp so, uh, coming through the microphone. There's, no, we don't hear that. Yeah, that's very strange. I think it's when you talk, Don. Anyway, um, I asked Jack, that, so Ryan couldn't go because he had to work, oh. my son. And so he said, but a couple of my friends want to go. So I took them, and uh, they're about the same age, about 20 years old. And Jack really liked, like, the Mach 1s and the classic muscle cars and stuff sure. like that. And I, well, how about the hypercars? You're like, those, yeah, they're okay. I mean, the Ford GTs and, you know, the, the Lambos and the... There was a, a, a Mercedes SLR, you know, the Mercedes McLaren combo mix thing. And, you know, it, it, those were okay. But, but my son, Ryan, on the other hand, said, hey, what do you think about all these classic cars? Because I was talking to him after the show. And he's like, nah, he likes he likes the foreign, you know, speeders, you know. The JDMs. He, yeah. He's early 20s, right? Yeah. He, okay. he is 20, so. And, and his friends are too, but it's it's interesting to see the difference in personalities. So I can try to, you know, you can't really categorize, you know, a person as such liking either, you know, the little fast, uh, you know, you know, uh, million dollar Lambos, or someone that likes a twenty thousand dollar classic Mach One. You know? Do you know? I'm, I'm ask ask the Dais here. Um, do you know of a car show? that has cars that go from, let's say, the 1920s all the way through the Lambos and the latest, greatest uh, Barrett-Jackson, high-end uh, Mercedes, all of the 
crazy, crazy horsepower, latest state-of-the-art cars. I don't know of a car show that has all of that other than an auction. Well, you know, some of the concours will. I was thinking the some same of the con- thing. You know, yeah. I, was, I went to Ironstone Concours a number of times, and they would have the, the 1915s all the way up to the 2020. And we have one here in Houston. 2021s. We've got one down at the lake, the, the Clear Lake Show. That you would know, be so, one. So, yeah, but that's yeah, not just a cruise in. Those are, those are shows yeah, that are dedicated to that range of vehicles. Correct. You know, coffee and cars generally won't draw the real old stuff. You know, somebody's not going to drive their 1915 Model T to that, even though they probably could. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the point that I'm trying to make, is the fact that there isn't one car. I was thinking, well, you know, the boys might enjoy Autorama, but Autorama basically is custom cars, and muscle cars. hot rods, uh, souped-up cars, uh, resto lo- mods. And the low resto mods, yeah. I- I'll-, I'll be honest with you. One of my favorite things to do at Autorama is look at the – the lowriders, the artistry in those cars, whether it's the the mural work of paint or the the etching of the chrome. The, the detail stuff. of the chrome. I yeah. mean, it's really some stuff. Well, there's one guy last year that had a 40s model convertible that was absolutely stunning in the lowrider category. And uh, that car it just blew me away. I love the body style, uh, the convertible aspect of it. And then it was sitting on the ground on top of it. It it looked like something out of a cartoon from Disney back yeah. in the forties. So David, so David, d- David, we d- see you're talking, but we're not hearing. Yeah, you. David. So you said one of the boys uh, likes the uh, the muscle cars. The, the, yeah, the, the classics, the the Mach ones yeah. and things. And the yeah. other one likes the Lambos and things. So that that boy, what, does he take after his mother on that, or? Uh, you know, it's it's interesting because. Uh, <laughs> You know this this same this same fellow named Jack goes to the coffee and cars and you know they he's really grooving on all the the Porsches and all the you know the the foreign you know high speeders, dollar stuff yeah the high dollar stuff and and yet you know he says ah, I really like the Mach One so I don't know where he got that it could have been from his dad or just a personal I thing. I was talking you know, about one of your boys. Well. They all like the the uh, the foreign you the, know the speeders, but yeah. yeah, the JDM type stuff. But, but you know, if you so stop- Jack, he's like, you know, where else can you get a a, a four hundred or three hundred and ninety two cubic inch car that's got two hundred horsepower? You know, so well, there is that, <laughs> which isn't very. But you know, I, I I compare today's generation that the boys that he went. Uh, down to Barrett Jackson. Back when I went to my first Autorama in the Albert Thomas Convention Center, and I was blown away, but the cars were 20 years older at that point. So we're talking about 1970. So the cars basically were 50s, some 60s, certainly no 70s because it was 1970. So if you parlay that into today's Group generation, they all grew up with the JDM thing when mom and dad had the Honda, when mom and dad had the Corolla. So they're familiar with that. So it really isn't a stretch. I mean, if you stop and think about it, the only difference is is that four cylinder engines as opposed to great big, humongous, gas guzzling V8s of the 50s. and, And the weird thing is, some of those four cylinders of today 
are going to beat some of those V8s of the 70s. This thing that I've got out here right now, this Elantra N, uh, it it is a six-speed manual transmission. It's got basically racing seats in the thing. It rides like a race car, and it hauls donkey. Donkey. Uh, and it's truly amazing what you can get out of a, a four-cylinder engine. And then there's David's van. That's a nice van. Yeah. And then there's the van that's been the up Od- to the, the uh, Odyssey. U- UP of Michigan flawlessly, and by back. the way. Up and back. I, I, li- I like that. I like that van. Well, you know, 20 years old. And I, well, I got it uh, a couple of years ago, about a year ago, actually. From Emmons. It only had 36,000 miles on it. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and and how did it do on your trip to uh, the UP? Uh, it was perfect. Right. It was. I think that was, the only thing that you did was you put new tires on it because the other ones were kind of. Yeah, just general maintenance, oil change, crappy. check the belts and all that, yeah. Yeah, I didn't do, uh, I didn't even change the belts. When I got this thing, I changed all the fluids and and put new tires on it. And, well, I changed the headlights because they looked like, you know, someone put Vaseline on them, so. Um, they had cataracts. You know, cataract. Conrad looks like that in the morning. Yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> looked like your looked like your camera did on your phone before you cleaned it off. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So uh, you know, and, and this, I mean, put gas in it and go. What know? kind of mileage does that thing get, Dave? It's got a V six in it, right? You got a V six three three point five liter. Uh, got about twenty three, twenty four on the road. Oh, actually, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad at all. Yeah, but Can we you, we had three people in there and just loaded down. You know, so. Well, that's, that's, that's the great thing about those vehicles. And you went at a time when the gas was a little higher, too, in price. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, across the country, it was probably close to $5, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, and diesel was five fifty. I mean, it was just kind of crazy. So you were asking me about a Honda Civic the other day. What was that about? Um, I forget which one. We've been looking at some... Um, but I can't remember is this, why. Is this you're trying to get a car for your 16-year-old? Yeah. Just just something calm or something cool? Uh, both. I want to get something <laughs> where you don't have to pay $8,000 a year for insurance. And, and actually, Civic's a very good choice. I, I, I think Civic is a great choice across the board. Honda's uh, proven themselves uh, worthy as far as quality and durability goes. Uh, uh, I would also say pretty much any Toyota would be about the same. But at that price point, he's going to be looking at like a Toyota Corolla. Um, You know, it's really funny. We're finding that the Hondas are a lot more expensive than the Toyota. Oh, absolutely they are. Yeah, because they they hold their value a little bit better. And there's a a maintenance factor involved in the Hondas that, generally speaking, aren't uh, with the Toyotas. I know that the timing belt is one of them. And uh, you have to change according to specs. Change the timing belt. I don't know every thirty five thousand miles or something. I think it's now up to ninety. And it's and it it is a total pain to do it. And so that's something else that you might want to look into if you're in the in the market for a Honda. So David, when he wants to go somewhere, what does he drive? Does he drive the van? Does he drive your vehicle? What what does he do? Well, he just got his first job yesterday, so he hasn't. What he wants to drive is this. Oh, yeah, let him. Yeah, he can have it. Yeah, what's wrong <laughs> with that? Yeah, That's no your car. Yeah. David drives no, they're the van. Both, they're both my car, but, you know, this, this one is a little faster than the Honda Odyssey. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's also a little bit cooler. Oh, it, well, sure. So it, what was the uh, the Honda, the, uh, the not the, what's the, uh, 
the sporty one, the Civic. Oh, the S type. Yeah. 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 Get an SI. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's the uh, the blue one I had sent you all the pictures of. Uh, I'm yeah. sure he'd love to have something like that. But again, you know, the Honda Civic kind of ranges everything from the the base car all the way up to the sporty car with the SI and the wings and all those. Now, is he is he mechanically inclined? Uh, not so much. <laughs> so whatever it is that you get him, pretty much is the way it's going to stay. Yeah, it needs to. Unless needs his to. unless his brother gets hold of it, put some fart can exhaust system on it. Well, he probably. <laughs> We didn't need that at all. <laughs> I got that all over the microphone. Yeah, you did. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, but we also found that, you know, there's some Mazda 3s out there that look pretty cool. Too. Yes, there are. And they come in some two doors. My daughter had one. She loved it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you look around. Uh, eBay's a good place. Anything online. Got Emmons Brothers, you never know what they have in stock because that's always moving. Yeah, and you've had success there. And it, it also sounds like uh, used car prices is stabilizing if not maybe headed down in some models might not be headed down in all models you know the other thing is too is is that uh when uh jerry gets back you might want to go down there and say this is what i'm looking for and he can put the word out to his buyers that's what they do and uh might be able to find you one like the van yeah and while you're down there i think they in their inventory i think they have an o2 corvette with only 9,000 miles on it, so it'd be low mileage. And if he could put him in that, then, you know, he could put some miles on it without hurting it. And they've got some Jeeps. I've seen Jeeps down there. They've got some Wranglers oh, got and Jeeps uh, coming out Renegades ears, and all yeah. that. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, you think I should get my his first car as a Corvette? Hell no. 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 Why not? We're worried about Don having a Corvette. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, you could take the Corvette and give him your Infinity. The, oh, yeah. That's it. Well, just a thought. Just, just a thought. Just saying. Just trying to help out there. <laughs> so, well, David, uh, I guess uh, we uh, have a date with you come Autorama. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yes. Yep. That's a fun time. Yeah. Thanksgiving yeah. weekend. Sounds like it's the first time you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's too early so in the morning. Move in is the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So that'll be a good show. So there's uh what how how many cars you think are going to be there this year? I don't know, a thousand. Oh, yeah, easily thousand. But it, it, like I said, uh, it's a different kind of show. Yeah, you were you were talking about the the car show aspects of the auto auction and you know being able to see all the vehicles and everything. You know the difference between that and Autorama. Autorama they've got stanchions, they've got barriers, they got a setup, a, a display, display. But if you go to that auto auction, they're just there. They're there. I mean, you can well, get some up of them. They want they want they, you they to want open you the to, door yeah, and look in it because they want you to buy. I mean, it. if you're serious a, about going to buy something, then buy Michael Wooding to go along with you. Oh yes, because he knows what to look for. That might be my suggestion. David, it's great to talk to you. Thank you very much for joining us today. Mm. Ah. Well, you too. It's it's uh, different to be on this side of the camera than. Behind the scenes. So. Well, we're glad you woke up to talk to us. Yeah. But there, there's that. <laughs> and and, and, and did, you, uh, did you wake up to say, oh, God, what's wrong over there today? What do I have to fix online today? <laughs> the, cricket, well, the cricket in my I, microphone. I know if I didn't get called at 7 a.m. that, uh, you know, things were good. So. Or they were really, really bad uh, and nothing works. No yeah, phones or nothing. Hey, give the best to your boys for us. We'll do it. All right, man. We'll talk to you this week. Love you, Dave. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bye. All right.
We'd love to hear from you. Shoot us an email. Address here at In Wheel Time is info at inwheeltime.com. Dot com. Let's see. So did you hear that uh, Toyota is working on a new GR86, one of your favorite vehicles, that little two-seater that they build? Except this one's going to be a turbo hybrid model. Hmm. Well, speaking of, Toyota is considering a reboot of its electric vehicle strategy to better compete in a booming market. It has been slow to enter and has halted some work on existing EV projects, according to four people with knowledge of the still-developing plans, told Reuters. The proposals under review, if adopted, would amount to a dramatic shift for Toyota and rewrite the $38 billion EV rollout plan the Japanese automaker announced last year to better compete with the likes of Tesla. In the meantime, Toyota has suspended work on some of the 30 EV projects announced in December, which, according to the sources and a document reviewed by Reuters, include the Toyota Compact Cruiser Crossover and the Battery Electric Crown. Now, they just came out with the Crown, which is the top-of-the-line, top-of-the-heap uh, Toyota. Oh, yeah. And it's coming to the United States. Toyota said it was committed to carbon neutrality but declined to comment on specific initiatives. And Toyota's proven themselves for decades with the hybrid model, with the Prius and the Synergy Drive. And I think that's the direction they're going to go with a plug-in hybrid and a regular hybrid. I think they are going to back off of the pure EV. They're going to get more focused on it. Well, and the other thing is that um, when I ask the guy at Toyota, the name shall go uh, awry because we don't want to talk about that. But Oh, that's his name, Shogo Arai? Uh Uh-huh, Shogo Arai. Very Japanese. Oh, Shogo Arai. Ah, uh, I had that, I had that for dinner the other night. Very slow on the uptake. Can I get when, a cup of Shogo they're Arai. Very, they're very, they're very cautious about moving forward quickly. Oh yeah. You know, I I caught I'm, part I'm, of a story, uh, and it's a doctor, one of those professor kind of guys, and people have actually started looking into the full cost of building an EV, battery cost, everything. Like in Michigan right now. Somebody wants to open up another nickel mine, got to have nickel for batteries. Mm-hmm. No. Can't open that nickel mine because of the EPA concerns and the people up there are saying no. Because it's open Speak- pit mining. Yeah. Speaking exactly. of which, Hyundai Motor Company will break ground on a $5.54 billion electric vehicle EV and battery plant in the United States on Tuesday, as South Korea's biggest automaker grapples with an uncertain outlook for its EV sales in its top market. Hyundai plans to begin commercial production in the first half of 2025 in the massive plant in Bryan County, west of Savannah, Georgia, that will have an annual capacity of 300,000 units. Wow. That's a lot of cars. Savannah's a, a nice area. That's yeah. a pretty area, The groundbreaking too. comes amid anger from Korea and the European Union over U.S. electric vehicle tax policy. Joe Biden. The Inflation Reduction Act President Joe signed in August requires EVs to be assembled in North America in order to qualify, qualify. for U.S. tax credits. Law made about 70% of EVs immediately ineligible for the tax credits of up to $7,500 per vehicle. Hence, they're moving. Sales of the Hyundai Ioniq 5 crossover SUV in the United United States slumped around 14% in September from the previous month, hit by the new 
U.S. law. Let's go, Brandon. So did you hear that Mercedes is going to leave Russia and they're going to sell all their production assets? Yes, I have that story. Yes, I have that story. Yeah, it's for a dollar. Mm-hmm. All of the all of the. Money. I'll give them two. Two dollars. You, then, then you'll be over there with Britney Spears. Not Britney Spears. <laughs> Britney Griner. <laughs> yeah, oh, Britney. okay. Well, you know, Russia Russia stopped exporting cars to Russia in a March of 22. Wait a minute, Russia stopped exporting no, cars to Russia. Mercedes stopped exporting cars to Russia. How in many March rubles of is that, Mike? 463,000. Oh, wow. Because a ruble ain't worth squat diddly. Neither is peso. And Ford is going to end its autonomous vehicle division, which I thought was odd considering GM is building theirs, you know, much larger than it was. But this autonomous vehicle, um, is it really going they to be? They bailed make it? out of the company that uh, was actually Ford. Yeah. That Ford was pouring money into for all the technology because yep. it's all gone. Well, it, yeah, because, you know, that's not in headlines anymore. You know, the story that we did this morning about it, that's the first but, thing we heard in, in six months. But. This, the interview we had this morning wasn't about autonomous vehicles. It was about artificial intelligence that of the, of the communication right. with the vehicle. So a, a little bit different yeah. uh, in what's going on. And not but, knowing that information, I was going for the car aspect of it when it's right. actually in repairs. Right. Well, in the in the shop, you know, I thought it was the cars too. Well, so if the car is autonomous, and then you have the the AI information built in, do they talk to each other? Yeah, so the car just pulls itself in the shop and says, hey, I need a brake job. And the mechanic says, okay, it does it, and the car leaves. But who pays the bill? Credit card. Siri. You do, Mike Mars. Siri pays it. Siri. <laughs> yeah. Siri. Are Cereal. you chewing well, something? Again, at some, point, yeah. at some point, this autonomous vehicle thing, the only way it's going to work is if all cars are autonomous and the cars have to talk to each other. Yes. Because, you know, to have... You know, Uncle Bob out there in his 1970 Chevy pickup truck amongst all these autonomous vehicles, and he's just going to be pinballing amongst all these autonomous cars. He's going to be chugging down the street, right. and all the cars are going to be like, what is that? Yeah, what is that? But, you know, the autonomous vehicles are going to have to communicate with each other, which is just another whole level of uh, Internet connectivity for the vehicles because when you're out in West Texas and there is no Internet your autonomous vehicle is going to come to a stop and go, hell no, I ain't going over there. I don't <laughs> know what's with, going on. Along with all the other autonomous vehicles. And then you say, get along, little doggy. And they're get all along, parked at an intersection in San Francisco. <laughs> Quick break now. We'll be right back. You're on the End Wheel Time Car Talk Show on iHeartRadio. Starting to work on your Christmas calendar? Be sure to add the next Tailpipes and Tacos Cruise in Saturday, December 17th. You'll want to attend Tailpipes and Tacos Christmas Edition at the Loopy Tortilla in Katy, 8 to 11 a.m. It's the only place cruisers compete for Loopy's Chili Pepper Trophies and other prizes. There's no charge to enter your vehicle for Best Hot Rod, Best Classic, or Best Modern Classic. Tailpipes and Tacos is Houston's coolest and most unique cruise-in and is your opportunity to see the best hot rods, show cars, classics, and resto mods. And get Loopy Tortilla Breakfast Tacos with adult beverages. There's no entry fee and cars will automatically compete for those much sought-after custom Loopy trophies and other prizes. It happens at the Loopy Tortilla Tex-Mex in Katy on the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard, just south of I-10. It's the Tailpipes and Tacos Christmas Edition, Saturday, December 17th. The in-wheel time car talk show will be there, too. Celebrate the Christmas season with friends and family at Tailpipes and Tacos. Saturday morning, December 17th, 8 to 11. We'll see you then, weather permitting. 
Want to take a minute to tell you about Gulf Coast Auto Shield, a Houston detail company like no other. Gulf Coast Auto Shield offers paint correction services that'll give your car, truck, or SUV a like-new shine. Afterwards, you want to protect it with a professionally installed nano-ceramic coating or protection film. Worried about your very expensive windshield getting damaged, broken, or cracked? Let Gulf Coast Auto Shield install ExoShield, a windshield protection film. Give John Gray a call today or check out their website, gcautoshield.com. Hey, whether you own a new, ultra-expensive, exotic, or a five-year-old Suburban, Gulf Coast Auto Shield will help keep your investment looking like the day it rolled off the assembly line. Gulf Coast Auto Shield is conveniently located on the South Sam Houston Parkway, just south of I-69, the Southwest Freeway. Meet the staff and check out all of their services online right now at gcautoshield.com. The In-Wheel Time Car Talk Show is now part of the iHeart family. Now you'll have access to 24-7 Car Talk anytime you need a fix. Just download the iHeart Radio app and ask for In-Wheel Time Car Talk, and there we are. Be sure to save us in your iHeart library for instant access. No matter where you are, you have the best car talk show right on your PC, laptop, or mobile device and never have to worry about finding us again. Of course, you can always get access to our video and audio streams via InWheelTime.com and your favorite podcast channel, and all of this is free to you. From the iHeartRadio app, you'll not only hear our Saturday morning live show, but the best shows of the past, updated weekly. Never miss a minute of up-to-date new car reviews, pre-owned reviews, Conrad's Car Clinic, informative interviews, automotive news, and the most fun car talk show on the planet. Just download the iHeartRadio app, search for In Real Time Car Talk, save it to your library, and with a tap of the icon, you'll be in touch with your favorite car talk team. In Real Time Car Talk, streaming now on iHeart.com slash In Real Time Car Talk.